Welcome. This is Barry Baines from Baines Law, a legal miscellany where we regularly podcast about cases and legal issues, as well as talking to professionals and others who have experience of our legal system. What appears to be a simple two-stage test for dishonesty seems still to be causing confusion in some quarters. The Ivy test, propounded by the Supreme Court, requires first for the tribunal to decide the state of mind of the individual by establishing his or her knowledge and belief, and secondly, to decide whether the conduct was honest by the standards of ordinary decent people. It sounds simple enough, but it is far too easy to skip to the second limb without properly deciding the first. The standard hypothetical example given is of a foreigner arriving in this country, immediately boarding a bus and getting off without paying the fare. It is not correct to jump immediately to the second part of the test and ask whether that conduct was honest by the standards of ordinary decent people. First, we have to establish his or her knowledge and belief. If that individual comes from a country where all bus travel is free, and he assumes that to be the same in this country, then we need to know what is in that person's mind. In those circumstances, ordinary decent people are unlikely to consider that the passenger was dishonest, but merely mistaken, and no criminal liability would attach. A similar error was made by the Solicitor's Disciplinary Tribunal recently. Mr. Maxfield Martin, a solicitor, believed he had his firm's authority to sign off his mental health reaccreditation form. The tribunal found that by presenting the declaration which he knew to be untrue and misleading, because a partner had not seen or reviewed the form, he was dishonest. But it tended to conflate the two limbs of the test without considering the first limb of the test properly. The solicitor's colleague, Ms. Young, had entered her name on a similar form, knowing that her manager had neither seen nor reviewed its contents. Allowing the solicitor's appeal against the finding of dishonesty, Mr Justice Sewell said the tribunal ought to have asked itself whether the handling of Ms Young's application gave a good indication of what ordinary decent people would make of completing a form in someone else's name without authority to do so. The reaccreditation form did not expressly stipulate that it must be signed personally by the maker of the declaration, nor was there any established rule which required a personal signature. In the words of Lord Nichols in Barlow Clowes, acting dishonestly or with a lack of probity, which is synonymous, means simply not acting as an honest person would in the circumstances. This is an objective standard. At first sight, this may seem surprising. Honesty has a connotation of subjectivity as distinct from the objectivity of negligence. Honesty, indeed, does have a strong subjective element in that it is a description of a type of conduct assessed in the light of what a person actually knew at the time, as distinct from what a reasonable person would have known or appreciated. 
But the standard of what constitutes dishonesty is not subjective. Honesty is not an optional scale with higher or lower values according to the moral standards of each individual. If a person knowingly appropriates another person's property, he will not escape a finding of dishonesty simply because he sees nothing wrong in such behavior. A court will look at all the circumstances known to the individual at the time and will have regard to personal attributes such as his experience and intelligence and the reason why he acted as he did. For a full explanation of dishonesty, please go to www.barrybaines.co.uk and see the article Dishonesty Explained. Thank you for listening to Bain's Law. Listen out for future podcasts where we will continue to discuss issues of interest to the legal community. If there is a professional perspective that you would like to share, get in touch via our website at www.barrybaines.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at Baines Law. We look forward to presenting to you again very soon on Baines Law.